0: Hello! From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is a special bonus episode of Encyclopedia Womanica, brought to you by the Women's Suffrage Centennial Commission. Since 2019, the commission has amplified the untold stories of women's fight for the vote with a variety of celebratory events, panel discussions, educational initiatives, and public art projects. It was created by Congress to commemorate 100 years of the 19th Amendment, which was officially adopted on August 26, 1920. Last week on Encyclopedia Womanica, we talked about Laura Cornelius Kellogg, an indigenous activist, orator, and visionary. Today, we're talking about Laura's work within the suffrage movement, because her fight for the right to vote was intrinsically linked to her fight for tribal autonomy. Laura Minnie Cornelius was born in 1879 on the Oneida Reservation in Wisconsin, the Oneida are a matrilineal tribe, as are all Haudenosaunee people. While Laura's grandfather, Daniel Bread, was well known for helping find a new home when the Oneida were forced off their ancestral lands, Laura's inspiration and power primarily came from the women in her family. Laura grew up watching women participate in all forms of leadership in her community, including voting. In fact, early suffragists like Lucretia Coffin Mott were inspired by the Haudenosaunee nation's voting structure. But when Laura was sent to a largely white boarding school, it became clear that there were gender divisions and expectations among broader society in the U.S. In talking about the American women's suffrage movement, Laura later said, it is a cause of astonishment to us that you white women are only now in this 20th century claiming what has been the Indian woman's privilege as far back as history traces. As the fight for women's suffrage ramped up, something else became clear, too. If a federal suffrage amendment passed, it would only provide the vote to women who were citizens. So despite being a significant inspiration for the women's suffrage movement, Native people would be barred from voting in the American political system because they were barred from citizenship. In 1911, Laura helped found the Society of American Indians. The SAI was a pan-Indian organization. It saw a connection across Native people, regardless of tribe or nation. The Society of American Indians was built to address the myriad of struggles that Native people faced, from healthcare access to harmful stereotypes. Its leadership wanted to make it clear that Native peoples were not disappearing, that they were not people of the past. They were modern and they could contribute to the country's future if given a chance. After her time with the SAI board, Laura continued her advocacy work. When the 19th Amendment was ratified nearly a decade later, Laura could not vote. She was still not considered a citizen of the United States. But four years later in 1924, Congress passed the Snyder Act, granting citizenship to all native people born in the U.S. Still, it took nearly 40 years for all 50 states to recognize Native citizenship, and therefore their right to vote. Laura dreamed of self-sufficient Native communities and never stopped advocating for tribal sovereignty. Because of her tireless fight, she was recently chosen to represent Native suffragists in a commemorative statue. The Women's Suffrage Centennial Commission has partnered with the town of Seneca Falls in New York to create ripples of change. This statue, to be unveiled in 2021, will bring to life stories of women's fight for the vote. It will be placed across the street from the historic Wesleyan Chapel, site of the 1848 Seneca Falls Convention, now known as the Women's Rights National Historical Park. Ripples of change will depict four suffragists whose work span generations. Sojourner Truth, Martha Coffin Wright, Harriet Tubman, and Laura Cornelius Kellogg. The statue, designed by renowned sculptor Jane Dedecker, was developed in collaboration with suffrage scholars and leaders in Seneca Falls. Dedecker is collaborating with Haudenosaunee artist Diane Shenandoah on native representation within the sculpture, and a group of 15 Haudenosaunee clan mothers, chiefs, scholars, historians, artists, and leaders selected Laura Cornelius Kellogg for inclusion in the artwork. Ripples of Change is one of several projects led by the Commission to build statues and memorials across the country honoring the suffragists. The Commission is a founding partner of the Turning Point Suffragist Memorial in Lorton, Virginia, and the Commission has contributed statues to the Lucy Burns Museum at the Workhouse Arts Center in Lorton and to the Equality Trailblazers Monument in Memphis, Tennessee. The commission has also partnered with the National Votes for Women Trail to place historic markers highlighting suffrage history in all 50 states, created a program with the National Endowment for the Arts to place suffrage murals in six regions across the U.S., and commissioned artist Sonny Malarkey to create a mural titled Equality for All that will first be displayed in Nashville, Tennessee before traveling to its permanent home at the Workhouse Arts Center. These public art projects were inspired by the Commission's dedication to ensuring the visibility of women's stories for the next 100 years, to acknowledging the complexities of an imperfect but powerful movement for change, and to motivating a new generation of leaders. To learn more, visit www.womensvote100.org. Talk to you on Monday!